This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode 159. Hey everyone, welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I'm thrilled to be here today recording for you. I just got back from the VMX in Orlando, Florida, and it was so much fun. I saw many great speakers. I learned so many new things, as I always do when I go to CE. I also got to meet with some old friends. I met some new friends. And also, I got to go to a little informational meeting with the NAVC board members and hear what it's like to help plan that amazing event, what it's like to be on the board. Uh, I was considering perhaps volunteering, so I'm really excited about that. I always enjoy the in-person CE much more than the virtual, and um, it was great to be back in that environment. And so I was happy to do it. I met some people that I invited to come on the podcast, so hopefully I created some more um, great guests. I'm really excited to share those with you in the future. So I hope you were able to listen to last week's podcast with Pete Moore. He is a certified business coach, and we talked a lot about systems and principles of business and how, how to organize your workplace and your work mind. I wanted to get that podcast out to you because I think it was very fun. It went well, and it kind of it kind of uh, jived with what we talked about the few weeks before that, where we talked about reflecting on our year and um, how we felt about it, and creating goals and working on setting goals for next year and getting busy. I want us to get busy this year and get some things accomplished. So that discussion with Pete was brilliant. I enjoyed it so much. He had a lot to say, and I hope you got some things out of it. And um, I think it'll help us focus on the things that we want to change in our business setting and um, our personal life. So I'm a really strong believer in setting business goals and personal goals and then working on them together to create that balance between professional life and personal life. And I think the discussion with Pete kind of went hand in hand with that. So whether you work in practice or you're a student or you're a stay-at-homer, if you stay at home with your kids, um, I think you need to plan to create and to work on your life. So this week, I want to talk about small disciplines. And it's not a new concept, but I think we sometimes forget that big things come out of small changes. And so when we're trying to change and set goals, I think that if we can just pick some small things to work on and create habits out of them, that we can change our overall happiness, we can add to our work-life balance, and we can move the needle a little bit. So that's what I want to talk about today, small disciplines. So I'm going to start with a quote from John Maxwell. And it's from his book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And he says, small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievements gained slowly over time. So let's start by asking ourselves a question. What things did I do well last year? And what 
things do I do well now? And what changes will I make this year to be better and feel better? So if you're anything like me, you know that you can always do better. I believe that life is a process and we just keep growing until we don't. It's not to say that we need to beat ourselves up about what we didn't do last year or the things that we failed to do. If you set a goal at the beginning of last year and you didn't reach it, and I had a few that I didn't reach myself, don't beat yourself up. Just start where you are and start to create some small habits to get that goal done. Starting where you are and then planning from that place, making small changes is kind of where it's at. So realize what direction you want to go in and then start to move in that direction. So first of all, when you want to create change, you need to have a solid reason for making the change, right? You have some habits, you've been doing them for a long time, they're easy, things you do every day. Think about how many of those are serving you and how many are holding you back. Because personal development will help you think better, become more adaptable. And if you commit to change, you will better embrace the challenges as they come to you, right? It'll lower your anxiety about your life because you'll feel more in control. So when you learn and you push yourself to grow and keep your commitments to yourself, you'll feel more balanced, you'll feel better. And then you can create more things. You can create boundaries. You can create balance at work. You will be more confident to set those boundaries with your clients, with your team, with your boss. If you can work on personal development, everything gets better. So come up with a good reason to make a change. Think up a compelling reason for yourself. And if you don't feel great about the reason for wanting to change, you probably won't create that change. So spend a little time doing that. So then let's think about a small habit or a change that you want to make. What would make you feel more productive? What would make you feel more balanced? And I'm going to list out some small disciplines that I work on myself and also things that I've read about that other people do to help you pick something to start on. And you can pick on multiple ones or you can just pick out one. And if you have others that I don't talk about on this podcast, please send them to me in an email and I will add them to a future podcast. But basically what you want to do is carve a little thing into your life that helps you move towards a goal. So the first small discipline that I would recommend to you is reading. Reading is one of the things that I have on my list to get better at this year. I love to read. I do read quite a bit. But sometimes it's one of those things that falls off my list and I neglect to do it every day. I think about it, I want to do it, but it doesn't end up being the most important thing on my list. And so I sometimes let it drop. So it is on my list of goals this year to get better at it. And I really believe it's one of the most important things that we can do to grow our brain and also grow our capacity for growth, if that makes sense. So when I was at the VMX, I went to a lecture from Dr. Peter Weinstein, and it was titled 10 Books That Must Be on Your Practice Management Bookshelf and Why. And in that lecture, he talked about how the most successful practitioners, 
the most successful leaders, the people that make the most money and do the biggest things in the world all have a strong habit of continuous growth and learning. And I know that when I read, I become more focused, I become calmer, and I get better ideas. And that's not social media reading, but it's actual true book reading. And it doesn't really even quite matter the subject matter, but I like to read self-help books. I like to read coaching books. I like to read biographies, things like that. But any reading that you can do will feed your brain. Now, sometimes we have trouble sitting down with an actual book, right? I like paper books probably because that makes me feel better. I like the feel of turning the pages. And you may not like that. You may have trouble with that. So you can always set up your iPad for reading. If you have a Kindle app or you have an actual Kindle, you can listen to audiobooks on Audible or anywhere that you can get those. And it's still considered reading, right? So just the simple act of opening up your mind to someone else's ideas will create better ideas in you, and it will allow you to grow. So Peter recommended a variety of books. His recommendations were leadership books, business books, biographies of famous people or people that you admire, communication books. Choose something that you're really interested in and just start reading. I told you a couple of weeks ago that that was on my goal list this year. And if I start drifting off from my book reading, it's because I try to jam so many other things into my life, right? But this year, I'm getting back on track with my reading. So my simple, simple discipline that I will be working on this year for sure is adding another hour in the morning to reading and in the evening to reading. And then on the weekends, even more because I have more time on the weekends to read. So that's on my list. The second discipline that I want you to consider is exercise. So I think we all agree that exercise makes us healthier. It makes us mentally more sound and of course, physically, right? The best way that I know to start exercise as a part of your life is to find something that you actually like to do. I know that exercise is really hard when you don't like it, right? If someone told me that I had to run, go running every day, I would probably tell them they were crazy because I really do not enjoy running. So if I want to run, that will be a more difficult goal for me to set than not running, right? Not saying I can't do it. I certainly can. I've run in the past, but it's not something that I love. So for me, if I want to add more exercise to my life, I would do better picking something that I like, right? So if you love bike riding like I do, schedule in some bike riding every day or every week. You can do it outside or inside if you have a stationary bike. You can distract yourself while you're exercising by reading at the same time if you have a stationary bike. Obviously, you can't do that on your outdoor bike. Um, but if you can think of something to get yourself moving that you like, it will be easier to keep that goal than something you don't like, right? If you like yoga, you can run if you really do like running, whatever. Dancing is a good one for me because I love to dance, so taking a dance class. But just try to pick something you like. And if you tell me you hate all exercise, I hear you. I know people that are like that. Then try to pick something that you hate the least. 
So maybe it's just walking. If, if it helps to walk your dogs or maybe it is yoga, you know, just pick something that you would hate the least. And then if you're a morning person, choose the morning to do your exercise. If you're an evening person, choose the, e- choose the evening. Try to create the discipline a little bit around your personality and your life. And then start with small things. Start with little sessions and work your way up. Exercise is great. Fitting it into your life will make you feel better. Another small discipline that I like to do each day that helps me a lot is meditation or thinking. And you can do either. Meditation creates more balance and makes our mind calmer and healthier. It reduces stress. It makes your immune system stronger. And if you can meditate, then try to add that into your day. I like to use a meditation app like Headspace, mostly mostly because it helps me focus and clear my mind. I have a pretty busy like hamster mind. And so if a squirrel goes by, I'm kind of like a golden retriever, I will watch it. And so the guided meditation really helps me. But however you can do it, just try to do a little bit of it. And it doesn't matter how you do it. Just try it. Even if you just sit there and breathe for five minutes, it will help solidify some calmness in your body. I also like to combine the meditation time with thinking time because thinking is something that helps you, right? And it sounds really weird to say that, but a lot of our creativity comes from thinking, taking a little bit of time just to think. Now you can think about your cases from the day before, and maybe you'll come up with some creative solution or some idea that you didn't think about yesterday, if that helps you focus your brain. If your brain is constantly feeling occupied with work, then don't think about work. Think about your kids, think about your pets. Just taking a little bit of time to get inside your head will help you clear out your head. So take a few minutes and just sit there and you can either just think or you can write it down on a notepad and see what comes up for you. Sometimes I use my thinking time to do some thought downloads and get all the junk out of my brain if it's feeling really jumbled. And if you're having trouble just spending time thinking, then use some of that thinking time to read. Read something inspiring and then just sit and think about it for a few minutes. If you're someone that prays, you can use that time to pray and open up your mind and just see what comes out. You might be surprised. You might come up with some amazing idea or some million dollar thing that you can pitch on Shark Tank. So it's always fun to spend a little bit of time thinking. Now, another small discipline that you can do is journaling. It kind of goes along with the thinking idea. And journaling has been shown to be helpful with many mental health challenges. Just getting the thoughts out, keeping track of your thoughts and feelings will help you feel more balanced. I also like to add a little bit of gratitude exercise to journaling. So you can do this in the evening after your day and write down what you're grateful for, what one good thing happened today. Challenge yourself to think of something positive every day and write it down. That's always a good way to change a negative brain into a positive one. You can do separate journals if you want, one for gratitude, one for thought downloads, one for outlining your day, and you can do them every day or alternate between days. 
whatever works for you. It doesn't really matter as long as it works. My journaling is pretty short and sweet. I think I told you before that I like to have a bullet journal and I keep it with me all the time. So my bullet journal just contains small sentences, check boxes, reminders, steps towards my goals. It's pretty basic, but it helps me organize my mind. It helps me plan for my day and process what I did the day before. It kind of keeps me on track when that squirrel or ENFJ brain wants to have fun and not go to work or run away with me. So journaling is a way to review your thoughts and also it can be a way to plan. See what's going on and reflect on your progress. And sometimes I'll even go back to my bullet journal from the year before and see what goals I set, what habits that I created for myself, what changes that I made, and that's really helpful. So if you can keep your journal somewhere, even if it's in your computer, so you can reflect on it, that can also be very helpful. Another small discipline that kind of goes along with this bullet journal for me is planning and scheduling for your day. So if you were with me on previous podcasts, we kind of assembled our goals. So if you did that, then using this time in your day to schedule and plan will help you get those action steps into each day. So that this little simple discipline of planning and scheduling will really help you. Because if you don't create steps, your goals will not happen. So come up with a system that works for you. Plan your day, plan your week, plan your month. It may only take 30 minutes on a Sunday evening to plan your entire week. Or you can spend a few minutes every morning planning your day. But it will save you so much time each day if you already know what you want to do. So do a little bit of planning. Do a little bit of pre-scheduling. And then take those actions that you've planned to get your result. Another discipline that I know is really difficult for all of us, it's eating well. We all eat, but we have a tendency to eat the things that aren't good for us. So a discipline that you could start this year is a small eating change. You don't want to go on a diet because those do not work, right? You want to make a small change and then vow to do it every day. It might be cutting out sugary drinks or dropping the evening snack, eating a salad every day. I used to drink Diet Coke like it was water, and for years I did that. And probably about 10 years ago, I decided one New Year's goal that I wasn't going to do it anymore. And so the small discipline would be cutting that drink out of your day. And the more you do it, the more you replace your Diet Coke, say, with water, the easier it gets. Now I hardly ever drink pop. It's super, super rare that I have a Diet Coke or any other kind of soda. So if you have something that you want to change, making that small change each day will turn it into a habit. So whatever you can do to improve your diet will help you feel better. And I know the eating struggle well. But I also know that those small changes can work. So if I decide I'm cutting out all snacks or all sweets, it's probably not going to work. But if I say I'm cutting out snacking after a certain time in the evening, or I'm no longer going to snack after dinner, I'm only going to allow myself to do that on the weekends, some smaller version of that goal, it will work so much better. So pick something that's small, 
until you get it perfected and then you can always add on to it. You can make it harder. The better you get at it, the better you can do. Now, I just talked about drinking water, so that's my next one. How about that? Drinking more water. And this is a great one for me. This is something that I need to put on my list because when I'm at work, I often forget to drink water. I take my Yeti full of ice water every day to work and I have one of those big ones, but making myself drink it is another story. Sometimes I get to the end of the day and that Yeti is still full of water because I just forget to do it. So if you are like me and you need to drink more water, let's think of a small discipline that we can do during the day to get more water in. So maybe it's at the top of the hour, every hour, I'm going to take a drink or I'm going to take a sip between each client or I'm going to take a sip after each client, whatever works for you. Or set a timer. If you have a little timer on your wrist that will vibrate to remind you to drink water, that might work. For me, what might work, and I haven't tried this yet, I just thought of it while I was writing this podcast, is to have like a little index card on my desk with check boxes because I like to check things off. So if I had like five drinks or five sips on my, on my sheet or 10 or whatever I can do, then check them off every time I drink, that would be a good way to get me to drink to drink more water. So I'm still working on this. If you have any good ideas for me on water drinking during the day at work, share it with me if you would, please. Another small discipline that I would like to share with you is nurturing relationships. Now, I'm an extrovert, so for me, this might be a little bit easier than you if you're an introvert. But all of us need connection to fill us up. And I think that in this COVID world and with the job that we do, because we have to have these, you know, kind of high level relationships with clients that sometimes it just wears us out and we don't want to connect with people after work. But I think that concentrating on being with other people that we love is vital to our mental health and also our physical health. So this would be a really good discipline to set up. Maybe setting up a habit of talking to a friend once a week or calling your parents or grandparents once a week, spending quality time with your kids or your spouse and scheduling that into your day or week. Make feeling loved and giving love a priority. And I think if we show love to others, it comes back to us. So A great discipline would be to plan a text, a call, a meeting. Usually face-to-face is better, but any way you can do it with someone that feeds your soul. And you have to do it purposefully or time will just pass you by. So you need to make a conscious effort to reach out. Even Even if you think that you might be bothering someone, because most of the time they want to have a relationship with you too, but they don't want to bother you. So somebody has to take the first step. So just invite someone over to your house, even if it's dirty, plan a dinner, plan to meet for coffee somewhere. If you're, if you don't cook, you can order DoorDash or you can go out if you want to go to a restaurant, but just get a visit in. Plan it once a month. Um, One of my girlfriends is really good at putting it on the calendar every month that we're going to have dinner together. And that works for us because if we get it on the calendar every time we're together for a month out, we for sure will do it. Otherwise, months will go by before we see each other. So 
put that as one of your little goals this year if it's something that you feel like you're lacking. Another one of these small disciplines that um, I read about actually, because I thought this was a great idea, is practice a passion. So what I mean by that is figuring out what it is you love and then participating in it. So do you love to write? Like I do, I really love writing now, even though it wasn't a passion for me earlier in my life. What about drawing? Do you draw? Do you like scrapbooking? I love scrapbooking, puzzles, learning new things. Do you love to exercise? Do you love to dance? Whatever it is, you need to schedule it in and do it. You can make it a daily practice or a weekly practice, but practicing your passion is something that will really feed your soul and put you more in balance. So kind of a silly example that I came up with was that I love marching band, which sounds really weird, but being around the marching band when I did it in high school and when my kids did it in high school was great. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. So I would spend as much time as I could being around those band kids, being at the football games, listening to the kids play, practice, going on band trips. I loved it. And luckily for me, my daughter started in band when she was in junior high, and she stayed in the marching band all the way through her college years at Western Michigan University. So I got to do it for a lot of years. And I'm so happy that I took off work to go to the band events because I just, it fed my soul. I loved it. I just loved being around those kids and hearing the music and seeing the process. It was great. So if you can find something that interests you like that and then get involved in it, it will balance you. And now I don't have marching band anymore. I've kind of moved on to the live jazz that my son does and the opera. I'm learning about the opera because that's what my daughter does. But find something that is different than work and become a volunteer or take a class or teach it. Whatever you can do to stay around it and stay involved in it. Because passions really feed our soul in a way that our job can't always do. So I love that one. And the last one that I came up with and that I can suggest is getting out into nature. Now, many of us are veterinarians and we love nature and that's one of the reasons that we do what we do, but we don't always get to get outside. If you're not a large animal vet, if you don't get if you don't have horses that you go out with, I'm always envious of my coaching clients that have horses because I just think that's so cool. I used to love mucking out stalls and that kind of thing. But anyway, getting outside regardless of the weather helps you change your mind. Now, I really hate cold, but if I force myself to go out and take even a short walk with my dogs in the cold in Michigan, I always feel better. I feel clearer when I get back, even if I'm freezing. So if you live in a warm climate, it might be a little bit easier to get outside, but just try it wherever you are if you're struggling to feel balanced. We can all feel a little bit depressed when we're constantly locked inside. And if you can't physically get outside, 
Try sitting in a window for five or 10 minutes and just watching nature go by. I'm always surprised when I sit by my back window because I live on a little bit of a woods. If I just sit there for like five or 10 minutes, I see so many cool things. And if I get to see the deer and watch them go through the yard, I immediately feel more peaceful, I feel better. And sometimes I see birds that I have never seen before and then I just get really excited because I love birds, so they kind of fill me up. So if you can't get outside, if you're physically not able to, that's okay, but you can still appreciate nature. Okay, so the point of all this talk about small disciplines is to help you set yourself up to feel better this year by changing just one or two small things in your life to see if you can create some discipline to turn these things into better habits. Any of these things that we've talked about can help you on this journey. They will help you physically. They will help you mentally. You will enjoy your life even more if you feel better and do better, right? So try setting one of these up. If you're already doing some of them, keep doing them and add one. Something that you can do every day to help you live into your goals and your dreams. Learn something new, branch out into things that you've never thought that you would try, even if it seems a little bit impossible. Like I said on the, the past podcast, if you've never taken a dance lesson before, but it sounds really cool, then do that because that will change you. Honor yourself by vowing to change and grow each day. As I always say on the podcast, if you're struggling, please reach out for help from me or someone that feels safe for you. If you want to try life coaching, reach out to me on my website. I have a free coaching there and you can try it at juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com. If you need help finding help, email me at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. If you don't think life coaching is for you and you just need help finding the thing that is for you, I would be happy to coach you through that. So don't be shy. Please reach out. Now, before I leave you, I want to give you a couple of quotes as I like to do. The first one is from Will Durant, and it says, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. The second one is from John C. Maxwell, and John says, your mission is to become better today than you were yesterday. And I really love that. I have to remind myself of that every day. Just be a little tiny bit better. And if you're not, don't beat yourself up. Just start again tomorrow. That's what life is all about. And the last one is from Jim Rohn. And Jim says, the formula for success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day. And that is what this podcast is all about. Simple disciplines. So if you start one, please send me an email and let me know. I'd like to help keep you accountable and let me know how it's going. Just take a tiny baby step and let's all get better together. So hopefully next week, I'll have some more interesting stuff to talk to you about. I've got some guests coming up. I'm not sure exactly where it'll all fall in the schedule, but if you have any suggestions for the podcast, share them with me. I would appreciate that as well. And if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to me and leave me a five-star review. That would really help. So go out there and have a beautiful, productive week. 
and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.